All right, guys. So welcome back for another episode of the A Better Me Equals A Better We podcast. It is your host, Trey, back for another great episode. I'm excited um, to be here with you guys to have this conversation with you. Um, Today's episode, episode number 18. So we're almost at the 20 mark. I'm super excited. I see the streamers coming down, almost at 20, right? I'm super excited. Episode 18, the topic is spirituality versus religion, right? And I do just want to let you guys know, it's not going to be a versus where we're going to be on here like, nah, nah, nah. But um, it is a topic um, that, that has come up a lot these days. Um, do am I more spiritual? Am I religious? What is spirituality? What is religion? Right? So, I thought that this would be an amazing topic to talk about. And I brought five yes, I said it five amazing people along with me to talk about this with you guys. This is so far the largest panel that we've ever had, but I feel like this is one of the more deeper topics that we've had. So, I wanted to have as many perspectives as possible for you guys. So I made sure that I have as many people as I possibly could. So without further ado, I go around the the, the room, so to speak, and um, have my panelists introduce themselves, um, tell them a little bit about your, their self. So Steph, I'll start with you. Uh, introduce yourself for our viewers and tell them a little bit about yourself. Hey, everybody. First of all, I'm so honored to be here. Um, I met Traquan actually through Tim. And, you know, it's just been cool ever since. So I am from Boston. I am a minister. I am a mental health therapist. I am a mindfulness coach, um, you know, interested in religion, spirituality, that mix um, and all that. So I'm excited to get started um, to jump right into this conversation again. Thank you for having me. Hey, yes. And, you know, like Steph said, I, I met her um, through Tim, who's also on our panel and uh, once once we met, it's been all love ever since. Um, I'm excited to have her here. And um, Camille, why don't you introduce yourself for our viewers and tell them a little bit about yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Camille. Um, I live in California. I, I've been a registered nurse for about 25 years, and I'm also a certified wellness coach. And um, Thank you very much for having me. I'm looking forward to the discussion today. So as you guys can see, I made sure to get people that were certified, right? Certified. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Trina, why don't you introduce yourself for our viewers and tell them a little bit about yourself? Um, my name is Katrina. I go by Kay. Um, I'm very familiar with the show. I'm probably seeing up here a couple of times. I am a, a dance instructor, um, as well as assistant program director for an after-school program. And um, I'm also ex very excited to be here and I can't wait to get the discussion going. Everybody's excited, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Jermaine, why don't you introduce yourself for our viewers and tell them a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I guess I just have to keep the theme going. I too am excited. Um, my name is Jermay. I am a minister. I am a mental health therapist. I am the CEO, founder, operator of a fighting chance counseling services. Um, so I do a little bit of everything. I work with young people. I am a youth leader. I just love the Lord <laughs> and I'm here. So 
Yeah, that's me. Yeah, and last but not least, we gotta have the ladies go first. Last but not least, um, brother Tim Jones. <laughs> Introduce yourself for our viewers and uh, just tell them a bit about yourself. Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to be here. Um, uh, I share the sentiment of my sisters uh, who are here tonight. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. My name is Tim Jones. I am a native of Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, I've currently been living in Miami for the past 12 years. I am a pastor of a growing, thriving, multicultural church. Uh, I am an urban apologist. Um, I am a, a, a an aspiring theologian, and uh, I have I am unapologetically black. I, I recognize that I'm an African who is in exile in America, and I love Jesus Christ. And so I'm just happy to be here uh, tonight with you all. Nice, 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 nice. So. Now that you guys have met my panel, uh, or your panel, so uh, I should say, uh, let's jump right into our topic, spirituality versus religion, right? Um, when we hear spirituality versus religion, um, I think that there's sort of an uproar these days of, um, I don't want to be religious, I don't want to go to church, I'm spiritual, um, and then we we have the let's go back to our roots um, and see a lot more um, of what people call modern day spirituality um, versus modern day religion. Um, and I want to start, or or I typically like to start on all of my topics uh, at the beginning, right? So uh, Tim, I'll start with you with this question: um, When when was the start, from your knowledge, when was the start of what we know as modern day religion? Um, uh, so, I mean, uh, th that's a, that's such a broad and loaded question. Uh, so I'm going to just try to, to give context to it. I'm going to specify one religion, um, in particular, which is the Christian faith. Uh, so, so because religion has been around since, uh, the dawn of time, as early as we have studied, um, as far back as geologists, as far back as archeologists, uh, um, anthropologists, philosophers, as far back as anybody has ever studied there's always been some form of uh, worship of, uh, of deity. But, but the Christian faith uh, in particular, uh, it started in the first century um, and it started uh, about 50 days after uh, the ascension of Jesus Christ as the scriptures or as the Bible uh, teaches. And so the early church was started there in the first century. And then it kind of has gone through different phases at different developments. Uh, it has uh, evolved. Uh, it has gone through several schisms and splits, as we've, I'm sure we're going to discuss tonight, which kind of take brings us to uh, modern day religion. So the modern day church, uh, really the postmodern church is where we are today, uh, which is the, uh, the church of now. Uh, it looks different, uh, thinks different on some levels. Uh, there, there is some, um, there's always been some Contrivialness with theology, and by that I mean with how different believers of the Christian faith thinks. But religion is old as dust, and I literally mean dust by dirt, because as long as dirt has been around, there's been some form of worship of higher power uh, in existence. I think I think that is that I, I really love your answer to that question, um, and and just to fill you guys in, viewers. Um, I specifically had Tim Jones on because I know that he's a walk-in encyclopedia, um, and I knew that he would know the answer to that question. 
right? <laughs> so when I wrote that, when I wrote question down, I knew he would give an answer like that, right? <laughs> so just be in store for um, for for a lot of knowledge, a lot of history from all of our panelists. But that question specifically, I told these guys off air that that was for Tim Jones. <laughs> so um, so now that we talked a little bit about religion, right, and, and the origin of, of as, um, as Tim Jones said, is postmodern religion that has gone through so many different changes. And, um, and he specified um, Christianity um, because there has always been some form of worship, right? So when we say religion, religion is not specific to just Christianity because there's so many different religions throughout the world um, and, and um, from um, the nation of Islam, um, there are Mormons, um, there, there are so many different religions, right? Um, but now, nowadays we have um, a uproar of spirituality, right? Where we see different spiritual practices and, and things of that sort. So um, my question, and, and I'll direct this one for Trina, is um, if maybe not a start date, um, per to say, uh, so to say, um, because with with a lot of spirituality, from what I know, um, and I could be wrong, but from what I know, a lot of um, spirituality it it dates back to um, Africa and things of that sort. And and as you guys know, we're we're all black. We were robbed um, from that place that at, at some point in time. So we may not have the specific date. Um, but where do you think that that's uh, the spirituality or what we know as modern day spirituality. Trina, where do you think that that stems from? Uh, I was going to say is, for, for, for me, from what I've seen, um, I would say more so like slavery. Um, maybe before, before I would say before slavery because but like people forget that we were great before slavery did what we, we were even in chains. Like, you know, we had a history people, black people, but we're taught so much about our traumatic um, history that that's where it stops. But um, I feel like it's as early as before slavery, before, like, I, I, I'm not even sure how, like, how to word it, but I feel like it's always been around. It's around the same time as uh, religion. I just feel like they just go hand in hand, but then, like down the line, it just kept getting changed with like different uh, terminology. Because uh, they, they're both like, they on a thin line of being the same thing, but it, I think it's like one that spirituality is more of an individual thing. And like religious to me is more of like a com community, like of people, like more so like, so I, I guess it would, yeah, out to me, I would say like, yeah, I don't know how to word it, Trey. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Yeah, but, I don't wanna but, say, but I'm trying to, I, I don't know how to uh, word about, I'm saying it as early as before, slavery like it's always been around like I okay. to me okay and 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 you know i can agree with that from from the things that i've heard that that the the modern day spirituality um really dates back to um to before slavery i hear a lot of people talk about the practices of our african ancestors and um and i do just want to say um a lot of these views that I'm speaking about may not be personally mine, whether it's religious or spiritual. Um, but I do want to voice the views of the people, you guys, right? Like we're all a person, we all have different perspectives, mindsets, and this for my panel to show, um, to speak their personal 
um, experiences with it. And, and you guys will hear mine as well. Um, but with, with spirituality, I've been hearing, you know, from what I've heard, um, a lot of different things from, um, you know, before slavery, our ancestors, what African tribe were you from? These are the practices that they have. Um, some people that I know that, that practice spirituality, um, they talk about um, the uh, Native Americans, depending I, on where they I were from. Just, I was just getting ready to say that because that's what, when we were younger, like when I was in school, I'm sorry to cut you up, Trey. Yeah, go ahead. More, they were the only, um, in school, like, but they taught us our history was slavery. But when you heard of the Native Americans, like for me, when I was in school, one of my assignments, I had to watch the movie Apoc Apocalypto. And it showed basically like how, um, what, what, how the um, Native Americans were in America, like basically like the stolen yeah. land. And then it showed like at the end, like, you know, Columbus coming off the ship and then like, you know, it took over the lands. But if, if you pay attention to like your history, like Native Americans were always very spiritual. Like the when, even their names, the way they name after the kids, like a wolf or wolf frog or something like that. Or like tree, tree, tree wind. Like that, right. those things that really have to do with like a lot of nature, things around us, surround us, like because we are elements made from the, from the earth. So it, it's like, that's why I say like, it's been around. We just only like, we all celebrate it in different ways. If that makes right. sense. Right. Right. And, and I can definitely, I can definitely understand um, when looking at the way that things are taught, um, how, how you can see that like things are, have always been around, right? We can't neglect that the modern day spirituality has never been around. Like it just started. We can't neglect the idea that, uh, modern, what we know as modern day religion or uh, modern day Christianity, as Tim um, alluded to, like it just started, right? Like this is something that has existed, right? Now, um, what you believe to be true, uh, you know, that's that's a whole different story in itself, right? But but the existence of it or that it has been around for this long is something that we that we can't deny, right? So. Um, and, and me having a background in what people would call um, religion um, or Christianity, right? Um, I, I look at what people would call as religion and I can notice a, what I feel like is a, um, or not even feel like, what I know is a spiritual aspect to religion, right? Um, so Jermaine, um, I'll ask you this question. Do you believe that, um, that spirituality is a part of religion in some way shape, form, or fashion? Um, that's a good question. And I absolutely do believe that. And I say it because spirituality is about a connectedness. It's about your soul, your spirit connecting to something outside of self. So if we believe in God, of course, that's about connecting ourselves to someone, a divine being, um, which for Christians, it's God. For other people, it's Buddha or it's, you know, trees it's plants it's it's something right and i think religion is mainly about faith and where spirituality is it's more tangible it's about something that i can touch it's something that i know exists right here and so um i think they both can go hand in hand i just think the distinction is about maybe intentionality and maybe about um, like, why do I want to connect myself to someone? Do I need it? Because I need to understand my purpose. I need to understand meaning. And like Kay said, it's like church and religion is about like community. It's about what I'm doing to serve other people. It's about uh, my purpose in this 
world, why God created me to do whatever for whoever, right? Where spirituality is, I'm trying to understand self. I'm trying to find peace within self. I'm trying to, as an entity, as an entity, as a person, it's all about self. So um, I kind of just answered it and then unanswered it. But yeah, <laughs> it's a thing. I mean, I mean, and and I love that, right? Because um, as you guys heard it in um, in Jermaine's introduction, right? She is a minister in in what people would call religion, um, but but there's a certain sort of um, understanding when it comes to other people's beliefs, right? Um, and I think so many times uh, there's a misconception that if you don't believe what I believe, then I can't understand you. Right. Um, we can't have a conversation. We can't speak, um, so to say. Right. Um, so I, I really love, um, you know, what what Jermaine had to say concerning that. Um, and, and now just looking at that. Right. The How there is a certain spiritual component um, to that. Um, Camille, when when we look at how um, what, what Jermaine said in the sense of how there's a, a connectivity, right? When um, when when we look at the religious aspect and then maybe in the spiritual aspect, there may be um, a thought of maybe like trying to better myself or having a higher version of self. Um, what's your take on on something along those lines as far as like the, re uh, the religious view being community and um, the spiritual view being, uh, being something that, that you wanna uh, create a higher version of yourself? So, um, so I come from a different perspective in that I don't have the, uh, the ministry background. Um, if I could, Traquan, I'd like to share kind of my view on whether spirituality is a part of religion, if I could. If I could. Yeah. Um, so the way I've come to understand spirituality, um, to me, it speaks directly to the mysterious side of our human nature. Um, or the part of us that we really cannot see or touch, um, such as intuition or gut feelings or inner voice, inner knowing. Um, I think it's kind of the that I am that I am type of inner wisdom. Um, I believe that when the word spirit was created, um, it was referring to the parts of our human existence that we can um, that can be difficult to fully understand. Um, now, in contrast, I believe that religion is designed to teach us about our creator, um, thereby providing a space for the praising and appreciating um, um, of the creator. Um, I think that um, religion helps us to understand who we are and what we're made of. In other words, our true nature. Um, I believe if religious teachings are clear and comprehended deeply, I think one is introduced to their meaning and purpose as a human being on earth. Um, I believe that that mysterious or non-physical side of being human um, can be very confusing for many people. So from this standpoint, I really appreciate um, the intention um, of religion. Um, but to answer my question about whether um, uh, spirituality is part of religion, um, I, I would say no, only in that I don't believe that spirit is part of religion because I believe that religion can teach us how to tap into our spirit. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and my reason has more to do with the origins of the word. I think spirit is is it's derived from the Latin word uh, spirit, spirit, which means breath. It means breath. And, and so that means that all humans are spirit, kind of regardless of religion. So for people who say, you know, I am only spiritual, I think these people believe that they've been successful with unlocking kind of their own mystery. Okay. And, 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 um, that, that is, um, definitely a very, 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 um, informational side of spirituality. Um, and, and, and we see Steph in the comments, like, you know, drop this knowledge. Right. Um, and, and, and I really appreciate that that aspect of it um and and we made a joke with camille uh because um camille said that she didn't do any research that sounded like research to me <laughs> you know i'm a walk-in body of research of my own life right, <laughs> my life <right>. is research. <laughs> so i i like what you said as far as spirit being breath right and me with my background when i hear that um i i i heard something in that tim um What's your take on spirituality um, and it deriving from the word breath? Yeah. Um, so uh, what's interesting enough, and, and so once again, there are so many religions. Um, so my, my perspective is going to come from the Christian faith. The reason why is because that's usually the most black people and the church have this interesting history with each other. Right. So 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 a lot of times my perspective is going to come from that drawing too. Um, there is this Hebrew word. She, she used the Latin word. And what's interesting is there's this Hebrew word, right? So um, scripture, of course, and when I, when I say scriptures, I, uh, I mean the Old and New Testament, but I mean particularly the Old Testament in this case. When scripture opens up in the book of Genesis, it introduces God, right? And so God's name in Hebrew in Genesis is Elohim, right? Which, which means, it really means gods with an S. So, but, but to describe God, it just means every, like God in totality. God is that big, right? And we can we can go into that. But but it says when He made mankind, He breathed into man ruach, right? Which which is another Hebrew word, and that word means spirit or or breath or wind or life or energy. All of these things are synonymous with this Hebrew word ruach. And this man or mankind in itself became a living nefesh, which is another word that means in soul entity being, right? So without spirit, man cannot be, right? So 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 everything about the Christian faith derives from spirituality. So the Christian faith is in fact a very spiritual religion. It is just just from that premise alone. I, I, Can I? I like that. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Because I was I was going to come to you in a second. No, I wanted to add that that Camille and Tim Jones basically they, they said some really good um really things some good things that made my um. My that triggered me. So Camille has said that she said that uh, religion is derived from spirituality. Is that right, Camille? That something around those terms? No, I like, was saying that I didn't think that spirituality. I didn't think that spirituality was part. Of yeah, religion. you said without religion, you can't you can't be spiritual or something like that. And for me, uh, some, I'm I'm sorry if I quoted you wrong. I'm so sorry. I'm oh, trying to get it right. But for me, it was the opposite. For me, like you have to know who you are. Before you become b- 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 religious, because I, you, I feel for me, you have to have self knowledge of self before you can go out and teach. Um, right. 
that and that's what that, that's why I was just basically saying like it was just the total opposite for me. Like I can't go teach religion if I don't know who I am, you know. And then like the mysterious sides, like you gotta you want to know those sides of you so that you know what to put out there. You know what kind of like uh words or like what kind of knowledge to like you put out there. So that's how I just wanted to say that that was the 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 um the opposite for me. And then with the breath, the Elohim Tim, that was amazing because like spiritual like. Everything, even when for me, like the book, the Bible, for me, like I, you had to decipher it and because it's like you got to read between the lines of it. Like people will really just like think like, you know, what the word is. Like, I don't know. For me, you had to decipher a little bit different, but like spiritually for me, like it's breath, like you, the energy like you put into it. Like, yes, that's so I just wanted to agree with that to, to add on. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I think that um, as we can see, these are really um, like just dope perspectives, right? Like you guys are really coming with a lot of a lot of knowledge. Um, for me personally, when I look at uh, the the idea of spirituality versus religion, and not in the sense that they're in a battle together, but which one do I choose, right? Um, do I choose to just say I'm gonna be spiritual and I'm not gonna conform to any sort of religion, or do I choose to be part of a religion? uh you know whether it you know regardless of the religion right um one of the things that i've noticed for me um being from a christian background is that um a lot of the people that i know that choose to be a part of spirituality is because of a lack of knowledge or questions that were not able to be answered but they felt like um being a part of spirituality um being that it was a part of self um self-awakening um higher being um the, the bigger you, right? You were able to answer those questions yourself. Um, and they felt like they they found answers um, in a better way than they did uh, being a part of uh, what people call modern day religion or postmodern Christian uh, Christianity. So I, I, I just want to point out the fact that I just love how the panelists, you guys are really coming with information, right? Because this is what people need to hear, right? They need to hear, um, you know, this information. And um, I just want to go to our comments real quick. Christopher Walker in our comments said, um, someone mailed this man his PhD now, uh, referring to, <laughs> to to Tim Jones, right? Someone mailed this man his PhD right now. I'm telling you, he, he is a walking encyclopedia, right? Um, and then we have Steph in our comments and she said, uh, Yes, send it in the mail now, not now, now, right? <laughs> uh, Tiffany said in our comments, you know, I love how Camille broke down spirituality without throwing shade on religion, right? Being able to coexist, right? This is this is what I believe. This is how I'm going to, or this is how I break down this, but that does not show any shade towards this. Um, and, oh, these comments are coming in quick. So uh, <laughs> Jermaine said in our comments, uh, y'all are, oh, pronounce that. But you, you it's Smot. <laughs> you don't pronounce R's in Boston. It's Smot. Y'all <laughs> I need my pen and my paper. Listen, I'm right with you, right? Um, Quanette said in our comments, I feel like people who choose spirituality also has to do with their experience with the church. Oh, hello. We're going to stop right there. Right? We gonna... <laughs> Whoa. We're going to stop right there, right? Um, because I think, I, Steph, wh wh what are your thoughts on that? <clears throat> I mean, I think it's true. Um, I think I first want to say that 
Um, if we look at what religion is, it's something that's done repetitiously over mm. and over again. So in any spirituality, there is a religious aspect. You, there's no separation of the two. Whether you're in Yoruba, you then you go to your altar, right? And you put your offerings on the altar. That's You're religiously doing that. So to make that separation is out of like, okay, I don't understand what this means. And it is out of that spiritual abuse or church hurt where I have to separate myself from church but I'm going into something religious, no matter what you're doing. Okay, Yoruba, Santeria, church, religion, uh, Buddha, you know, if you're worshiping Buddha, if you're in Hinduism, whatever you're doing, you're doing it religiously. So there's elements of both in everything. And I do feel like people's experience within the church, within organized religion, it will push them um, into something else. It will push them, I don't wanna say in the opposite direction, but it'll push them into a more, I don't want to be so constricted. I don't want to be so controlled. So I want to be in something that's not, um, you know, as like, oh my gosh, I have to put my thumb down on you. I have to control you. Um, so I think a lot of people will exit the church. Um, if you're forced to go to church when you're younger or if someone treats you wrong, or if you see, you know, something from a person who has called themselves a Christian or a religious person, you will go the opposite way. Um, there is, there's a fault in that as well, because I, I believe that church is for everyone. Um, and that's no shade to any religion. I believe that we have a God-sized void in all of us and we can't fill it with anything else but God. So the further we run away, I mean, it feels like we just go back in the main circle. We won't be complete in my opinion. We won't be whole without, um, you know, filling it with God. Um, you know, we're just not strong enough and I don't think we have enough elements of ourselves to make it through this life. I'm looking at the pandemic. I'm looking at what's going on. That made me run closer to church, not to religious practices. Um, you know, because in the Bible, Jesus talks about there comes a time when we're going to be worshiping in spirit and in truth. The word spirit's right there. Spirituality is all up in Christianity because we can't have a connection with God without connecting to his spirit. Our, our bodies, we're not, we're not worthy enough to connect in this realm. We have to connect with our spirits. So they're all, religion and spirituality are all mixed up. And I think we have more similarities than differences. That's my take on that. Hello, somebody. I, I don't know about y'all. I, I just feel like I'm 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 like low key churchy, like low key. I'm not churchy on like the exterior, but like on the I'm low key churchy. So like in the background, I was kind of like, <laughs> you know, doing like the church nod and all. I was like, I'm like low key churchy. So that that Steph, listen, I was I was a guest on Steph's podcast uh, the week before last, and I, I don't I, I don't have ten sermons in me right now. I don't I, I don't have the capacity. For you do. <laughs> Right. So but but I really love how how you broke that down. And I really love the cohesion. In, right. Because it, and that's why I titled it's, it's crazy to say I titled this episode spirituality versus religion against my personal views, because for some strange reason, people love conflict. So if I would have titled the message spirituality and religion go hand in hand, I'd have been like, yeah. But it's like watching a fight video versus watching somebody watching uh, talking about positivity. That fight video got a million views. The Better Me Equals a Better We podcast only has 180 followers. Go like the page, right? Go like the page, right? Stop watching those fight videos. Right? <laughs> so, um, but I really love, I really love your take on that. So, Tiffany said in our comments, for a person who didn't grow up, it brought me closer to my spiritual side. I feel more connected with myself 
once I became closer to God. And we heard um, Camille um, really uh, speak to that um, in saying that 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 religious component really helps you tap into um, a different uh, level of spirituality, right? Um, Jermaine, can you speak to that for me? Absolutely. I'm glad you called on me because you know I have something to say. You know, <laughs> like Steph Stephanie's right. Like the, the Bible says God is spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So therefore, how in Stephanie so eloquently put it, like we are just inhabiting this body temporarily. Like we are renting this temple. So that means after this body dies and my last breath is taken my soul has to return somewhere. And I feel like a lot of people, and this might hurt somebody, but I think we, people veer off of religion because religion, like someone said, it's like keeping their thumb on, on you. And spirituality allows you to have this spiritual freedom, right? It allows you to explore. It allows you to well, I don't like the way this church does it. I don't like the way this religion is. I don't like what that is. So therefore, I'm just going to explore. And whatever works for me, works for me. And I feel like that's where we miss it, right? Like, although God is not God is not a dictator, let's just put that out there. God does not dictate how we move. God gave us free will for a reason. He said, you know, like, choose this day whom you're going to serve. He said, I put both before you, life and death. You have the choice to do it, absolutely. But I think what people are looking for is spiritual freedom to say, I don't have to follow under one patriarchal dictator. Like, mm -hmm. God is love. So he's like, do what you do. I'm going to love you. But just know that everyone has to be held accountable to the choices that they make. I looked up a definition of spirituality, and it said the recognition of a belief, right? We all believe in something, but we don't recognize what that belief is in or who it's in, where religion, we have pinpointed the who, right? I think spirituality is trying to find the why and religion points to the who. And a lot of people don't like to look at the who. They're like, well, why does it have to be something outside of me? Like, why can't, why can't I be the God of my life? And it's like, okay, if you created yourself, sure. If you like, you know, Pastor Tim said, if you breathe the breath of life into yourself, then have at it. However, you did not create yourself. You are not waking up by yourself. You are not operating in this body by yourself. The truth of the matter is, is that there is someone somewhere. Now, who this someone is, is who you choose to believe in it. But there is someone like how can you look at the stars and the beauty of the the grass and and all of these beautiful things that created and you think a piece of matter did that like a big bang and all of this beauty existed like absolutely not like God and his sovereignty created and we have to, you know, I don't say we have to accept it, but we should. So there it is. I, I like that. I, I like, I don't, you know, usually I try to, you know, chime in with that. That, we just want to show that packages up. <laughs> that was it right there. Um, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, with the, and, and, and again, what I really love about all of the comments is that they're cohesive, right? And the idea of 
this is this is what I believe. But if this is what you, then that's that's on you, right? Um, I want to ask a question, and I actually wanted to save this question. As a matter of fact, let me go to my comments because this question is a little spicy. So I'm gonna save that question for a little bit down the. I'm gonna go to our comments, right? And in our comments, um, it says I was a little late, so I don't know if this question was asked. But can someone be religious and spiritual at once? Um, Camille, what do you think about that? So, um, so I view spirituality in general as a human, a, a, a component of, of, of the human body. I think it's part of being human. I think that is what we're made of. We're made of a body with organs that's physical. You can touch it. And then we're made of a non-physical part and that's our spiritual side. So I think the only requirement to be spiritual is simply to be human. Um, I think that religion, um, I think that really is there to help us understand the creator of this mysterious side of who we are. Um, I think the creator is designed to help us to understand who we are, just who we are, what we're made of, so that we can really understand our meaning and our purpose in life. And so I, I think that just simply being human, there's your spirit right there. And then religion, I think that the meaning of us as humans come from two ways. One is religion and the other is a, a, a spiritual practice or a religious practice. I think it depends on which practice you, you take on. Okay. Okay. I, 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 and <clears throat> I love the idea that um, the non-separation, right? The, the religious component will, will teach you ways to um, tap into your spirituality, spirit being a part of man, um, which we heard from, from all of our panelists, really, like um, that, that there is a spiritual component to all of us. Um, and I have a comment right here that's 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 definitely spicy. Um, in all spicy comments, Tim gets first dibs on them. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I have a comment here that says, "Why don't we just tell the truth? I will not stand before the Bema seat of Christ and give an account for not saying Satan is the father of lies." That comment then continues to say accept Jesus as your savior and go to heaven or deny him and go to hell. Period. Period, Pooh. Tim Jones. I'm going to call you Pastor Tim Jones for this question. Pastor Tim Jones. What say ye? Bro, I'm about to die, dog. <laughs> Oh man, oh man! I didn't go to college for this, but no. Let, let, so, so let me let me just say this: a couple of things. Uh, Sister Natalie is obviously uh, outspoken about her faith, and she stands on her convictions. But I think that uh, there there needs to be some awareness made tonight. Um, number one, uh, there are, you know, we can use this as an example, right? And, we, and we're not going to do this to shade Sister or nobody else, but. This just goes to show that there is a lack of understanding when it uh, when it comes down to 
uh, the Christian faith. I, I just want to draw back to this. Not that what not that I'm I'm throwing shade at Natalie for standing on the word of God, right, and what she believes. But but what I'm saying is that um, the reason why so many people have saw, and I'm assuming we're talking about African-based spirituality as an alternative to the Christian faith is because they had a lot of unanswered questions, right? And so, of course, we teach, okay, accept Jesus Christ, accept the work of Christ, we teach the work of the cross. But how does that really look, right? How does eternal security look? And then a lot of uh, this too, uh, there are a lot of pastors who are leaving the Christian faith uh, because Christianity seems to not be able to answer social justice issues, social issues, or cultural education, right? So you have a people who are in exile in America who we don't understand our identity, right? Most of us are not, we're not really aware of where we are coming from. So we're trying to grab pieces of different things and create an identity Right, and then say this is what I am. So you have groups like Nuwabian Nation with Malachi York. You have Sanetter, Brother Polite, um, you name them. Uh, Umar Johnson, Doctor CB, um, Charles Charles Thirteen X, and the Five Percent Nation of, of 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 gods and Mother Earths. Right. So you see people like Erica Badu and Andre Tita. You know, you you have these different groups that came up and I'm talking about before we were born. So in the forties, fifties and sixties, this was the same thing with the Christian faith because it all started. The true question was not even about identity. It was about, it was about identity, but it was also about why can't the church answer these questions? Okay. And then it was, is Christianity the white man's religion, which is, which it is not right. So, so, so all of these things, when Christianity becomes whitewashed, and there is no understanding of the history of our faith. So most people wouldn't even understand that. Um, and I say this all the time and people go, oh, no, but 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 one of the biggest churches. Right. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad Brother Hodges wrote that the biggest church, one of the most popular churches in the first century was the African church. There would not be a doctrine of the Trinity or a concept of the resurrection of Christ on Easter Sunday morning without the presence of the Nubian Kushite church. Because before Africa was called Africa, it was called Kush, right? It was called Nubia, it was called Kush, and it was called Ethiopia. And it be, then Ethiopia became a country out of Ethiopia, right? Um, Oh, no, nah, Sister Newsom, we ain't shading you, girl. Stop that. We ain't shading you, baby. I believe in Jesus, too. Come on, now. <laughs> I, I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. Get out of that. What I'm saying is this, is that um, is, is that if there was more understanding about, about Mother Africa and the church's role, right, the African church's role, if that was being taught in church, then men, and black men and black women will understand that the Christian faith appeals to their conscience, right? It appeals to the conscience. So then they would understand who Jesus is, that Jesus was a olive-colored, brown-skinned man from the Middle East who lived in Palestine, who grew up under the oppression of a Eurocentric Roman government, who was crucified on chumped up charges, right? And died in front of his mama, innocent, right? Never given a fair trial, never given a chance. And if they understood that that sounds like every black man who has went under any type of racial scrutiny in America, they would be able to draw the connection between this Christian faith and through African faith and bring them together. 
I mean, let's really talk about it. Like, I mean, yeah. since we talking about it, like I, 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 I love the idea that not even the idea. I love the fact that you brought up the, the historical aspect of it. Um, one, the white man's religion, right? Go ahead, go ahead, Kay, because you sound like <laughs> I, I don't. Because my thing is, I, I, I'm not that person. The only thing is, when, when I was growing up, but, but as a kid, like. Christianity was forced on me. Like, it was just like, you know, uh, oh, yeah, we just go on to church. Like, we just got up and started going. And then, like, oh, yeah, you got to do this. So, they, I was, like, forced to be a, a, a usher. And then, like, you know, like, I I didn't mind. The thing is, like, I didn't hate. I never really hated church. It was the people in the church that kind of, like, altered my perspective of it. And then, like, the history behind it. Like, as I got older, like, I found out, like, certain stuff. Like, we should have been taught that at home. Like. Why we gotta go to school to find out that this 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 white man that they call him Jesus is not our God? Like, and they had that up in our churches, so it's kind of like. And then it's like it was the whole. Uh, then for me, it was Muslims. Oh, why they get the the why? They, but it made sense to me because you know I get it. We outnumber the men. We uh, women outnumber the men. So you know, uh, I get it. They can back in the day. You know what was it? It's, uh, they were allowed to have more than one wife. They still allowed to do that now. Like it was sexist to me. Like, oh yeah, you go to uh, Dubai, they won't allow a woman in a bathing suit. But then it's time to go to a belly dancing club, and they and now it's appropriate. Now it's appropriate. It was like certain stuff like that would just like it, it it tugging at me. Like this don't feel genuine. This feels a little sexist. This feels like this was taught like forced on me. Like uh, you know, like why does who says that God is a man? Like all of this stuff like just started coming coming up to me. Like. Why is a who, who woman woman is the like for me like as a black one woman now you can't get into this world without a, a um the black a, a womb you need a woman's womb to enter this world so for me it was like well why isn't the woman praised as the as God so it was like it was like a whole bunch of different things for me so like spiritual things like for me I started to like just question like you know a lot of stuff and I just had to go more so internal for it like to like because I didn't want to like hate like I don't want to shame other people's beliefs I don't want to be that person but for me like a, a lot of people like. Growing up, they always pointed out that to me, like, name up, like, you go to, you go to a Christian, like, they're always telling you, oh, turn Christian, Jesus this, Jesus that, but you go to other religions and they don't do that. But then it's like, you do see that in other religions because that's just what other people, that's what they, that's what they do. They force that on you instead of, like, letting you, you know, kind of, like, get that fill out. And then it's, like, a whole bunch of misinformation, like. The is for me, like, and then um, I, I found I figured out the, about the what is it, the Quran, like that was supposed to be like, and then that's like that's more of a, a, a better book to be reading before the Bible. And it's like, but I thought it was levels like you read the Bible, you but Quran, like it's just all of these, it's just like I don't know anymore. So it was kind of like, you know what, I'm gonna get my resources of knowledge, and I'm going, I, I know who I want to be, I know that I, I'm, a, I, I'm a god. I love God, whether it's female, man, like I, I'm, I'm here for the universe. You understand? I have a purpose to fulfill, fulfill here. I'm not going to sit here and like people let people put me in a box anymore. Like, trust me, like I'm here to fulfill a purpose. Like, you know, I'm here to do right by my people, but build a community. Of, you know, find my tribe. I say find my tribe, not more so than like you know being more so religious, but like finding the tribe of people who have like share those kind of you know beliefs with me, that faith with me. You understand? Like, we're gonna be okay. We came from a higher purpose. You know, like. As long as you're not godless, you know, you're not over here, you know, just cursing your whole existence like that. That's that's that makes no sense to me. But, you know, I'm again, that's not my place to, you know, judge those people. I don't know what they've been, through, you know, so it's just different. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. I, I, you know what? One of the things that, that I heard a lot of um, is one misinformation. Right. Or lack there of information. 
Um, and I think that that's a really big thing, especially, and I love the fact that you pointed out that, why should I learn this in school? Um, and I didn't learn this anywhere else, right? So if if there are, um, you know, people that are watching that 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 are part of the Christian faith, um, and, I, and I do just want to publicly say I'm unapologetically a Christian. Like, I, I don't want to, you know, confuse as if like I'm like all over the place, but I have respect for man, right? So if this is what you believe, I'm not going to shame what you believe. I believe, and this was actually one of our questions, but I'm just going to come out and say it. I believe that the word of God, the scriptures, the Bible is not for sale, right? That's just my, I'm just going to throw that right out there, right? It's not for sale. I've never at one point saw Jesus selling salvation, right? It was a gift, right? But it, it was not, I didn't have, he didn't have to convince like, hey, yo, I'm, I'm over here selling salvations two for one. Like, so I don't, I don't, um, I'm not in a place where I feel like, um, I need to sell what I believe in, but I do want to say that I'm unapologetically a Christian, right? That's one. Two, um, I, I like the fact that that um, that you talked about, again, the fact that there were certain things that you learned in school that you felt like that you should have learned elsewhere. I say that to say that if there, any, if there is anyone that is watching that is a part of the Christian faith, take this as a stepping stone or as a learning point to know that because it's not taught at your church, if you are not the pastor at your church or a leader or someone in a place of teaching, it still needs to be taught in your home. Because if it is not taught in your home and then there is information, my mom used to tell me this all the time. She used to say, ask me anything and I will tell you because I don't want someone out on the street to tell you something different. Right. And my mom, I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm in my teenage years, I'm in my adolescent years and she like, like the word sex coming from my mother's mouth was foreign to me. Like, yup, if it's about sex, as soon as she said it, I'm like, oh my, come on, relax. Like that that was worse. That was worse than any curse she could have said. I'm like, oh my, sex, come on, ma, stop. Like, stop it right now, right? But she but she had that that mindset that that listen, ask me, whatever it is, I will tell you because the last thing I want is for 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 someone else to for you to encounter someone else. And they tell you something that's far from the truth. Um, so, so whatever it is, just make sure that that we're teaching it. That um, because there is going to be a point where we are going to encounter um, different information, and if it's not taught in the home, it it could turn out to be a, a catastrophe. Not saying, <laughs> Trina, I'm not saying you're a catastrophe, but I'm just saying I'm just saying that it's a learning point for for people. It, anything, right? That's why I didn't limit it to just, you know, religion, spirituality. I'm talking about sex. I'm talking about life. I'm talking about even credit, right? You see now this generation, like we so upset at our parents and their parents. Like why nobody never told me about credit? Why nobody never told me what a credit card was? Why nobody, like all of these things that we were, and then now with the information being so available, we looking around like I was set up. Like I was set up to fail, right? And I feel like in certain situations, you can feel set up to fail if there was information that was never given to you. So let's make it our business to make sure that we're giving this information out because our children need it. A lot of the things that we believe and that we're that that um, that we think about is because it stems from childhood. Right. It, 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 a lot of it stems from childhood, things that we were taught, things that we weren't taught. 
Um, so we need to address these things now, us being the grown-ups now. Uh, yeah. Contrary to popular belief, we're all grown-ups. <laughs> I wish I was still a Toys R Us kid, <laughs> but we all grown-ups, right? It's our time. So we, we got to act as such. Go, go ahead, Tim. I'm not going to talk long because I want to hear these sisters, but I just want to, I want to, we have to be family right quick. I love melanated people because, Doc, it got to be your family members in the comment section. They are having a whole cookout in the comment <laughs> section talking about your great grandmama should have been here. And we should have had wings and ribs and somebody talking about sweet tea. <laughs> I'm telling you, listen. Somebody going ham in the, I mean, they just, Somebody say, you talking about me? They say, no, I'm talking about Leela, Lila, his other grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can just hear black people. No, no, I ain't talking about you, baby. I'm talking about the other no, All right. <laughs> but see, this is, this is what I love so much about this platform, right, is that I want it to be conversational, right? We're, we're yeah. going to have a good time. We're at the cookout right now. We're around the table with the plates. We're playing spades. Right, some of the greatest ideas in life I've ever heard have been over a game of spades. <laughs> I'm just being real, right? Sitting around, a few glasses of wine and some other drinks, just sitting around, <laughs> and, <laughs> and people is telling some of the greatest ideas I've ever heard known to man. Uh, with some with some uh, Luther Vandross playing in the background, um, and 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 these ideas just never come to fruition because they stay in that room, right? But now we take these conversations that we have in the break room at work that we have over the dinner table and now we bring these to the forefront of people and now we can all talk about it together, right? In a, in a, in a comfortable environment. So I, I try my best to do the hour thing, right? Like, hey, let's just stick to an hour. But I'm going to be honest with you guys. Y'all put in the comments and tell me what y'all want. But this one is going to run a little over. Right, because I feel like, I feel like we still got a little more talking to do. Right, we got a little. There's a little more talking to do. Right, um, so for um, Camille, I'll, I'll I'll throw this question at you. Um, what first? I want to say, what is your stance on um, spirituality and religion, and if you do have a specific side? Um, what would be what would be your advice to someone in heading in that direction? Oh, what a great question. <clears throat> well, if I could, I'd like to share just a little bit about my story sure. and and how I even arrived at spirituality for myself. So my spiritual awakening happened <clears throat> after a failed suicide attempt uh, more than 30 years ago when I was 19. Now, <clears throat> I remember like it was yesterday, but when I woke up that next morning on the floor, I was faced with deciding to live or die. Okay. The tricky part was that I was not raised religious. I had no family or friends support and therapy was a foreign concept in my world. So I decided to live, but the question was how to live. So the first thought that popped in my head after asking that question out loud was make a list of all the reasons you want to die. Now, I, had, I have no idea where that answer came from, but at that moment, I now knew that I had a voice within me and that it wanted me to live. So I decided to trust it at that very moment. And from that moment on, I followed it. 
And I then began searching religion after that. And my search for religion, I ended up searching a few different religions. I visited a, I became, I got baptized at a Baptist church. I then later went to uh, uh, Islam and then I went to Buddhism. And, and then after a while, I backed up from all of them and was able to develop a sincere appreciation for religion. And that's where my sincere appreciation for religion comes from. But I am truly a spiritual person, um, but religion lives in my heart. And that's where, I, that's where I stand today. I have a respect for, I pray every night to the creator of them all and very spiritual. And I feel very religious um, according to the true nature of what religion is. But I don't necessarily um, ascribe to any one particular religion. And that's where I stand today. I mean, I, I think that that that's a, that's amazing. Um, one one I just want to say is it's amazing to one have you here and be honest about such a crucial topic and experience, right? I don't want to reduce your life experience to an episode on a show <laughs> or something like that. Um, that's such a crucial experience that that a lot of people have experienced, um, have ex experienced something close to um, that they don't speak about. Um, so I want to personally say thank you for sharing that, um, because I know that that is an experience that is going to help someone. Um, the fact that and, 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 and we're not even talking about religion, because if, if we listen to, to what Camille said, like right after the failed attempt, there was, OK, let me write a list. Why do I want to now? Now, that it didn't say, let me go read my Bible. Let me go you know, check my chakras, make sure they right. Let me go. Do you, like it, it had nothing to do with any of that. It's why do I want to do this? <laughs> you know, why do I want to not do this? Right. Um, I never so, seen the Bible, believe it or not. Really? At that, at that time, at 19, it was, I didn't have a Bible in my home. I didn't know anyone who even read a Bible. Wow. So I knew nothing about God. Right. Right. Um, and, and with that being said, you weighing those pros and those cons, um, I'm excited that 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 you made the decision to live. Um, I just want to say that. And Thank you. <laughs> sorry, I'm getting a little choked up over here. <clears throat> yeah, but I'm excited um, that that you that you made that decision to live. Um, and I think that that um, so many other people will learn from just hearing that. Um, I do just want to say that um, that Mealy is a um, life coach. Um, and if if you are dealing with something like that, um, what better person to speak to um, than someone that has been through something like that, right? Um, a lot of times we want to uh, prescribe to people um, who have our same beliefs as far as like therapists, coaches, counselors, um, things of that sort. Um, from what I've heard, um, and Steph and Jermaine can, can confirm or deny, um, counsel, uh, counselors, therapists, they, are actually, they actually can't tell you what they believe. Um, 
when it's time for you to, you know, um, start a session. So it doesn't matter what someone believes. It, it, if, if she can help you do that situation, I think more people need to decide to live. Um, with this pandemic that's been going on, a lot of people are in situations um, that they have not been in before, been in being in the house and now going outside, living in fear, living in anxiety, um, can't pay their bills. And then now we're supposed to just go back to the norm and my bills are backed up now, right? Um, and I uh, I had an older person in my family, I can't remember who it was, that they know worse problems than money problems, right? It's just a different type of stress. Um, and, and some people are taking their life because of that. Some people are not in good health. They've lost loved ones. They're taking their life because of that. Um, so, so it's rough. It's rough. Um, so I, I, I hope that if you're watching this and you feel like you don't want to live, um, I pray that you make the same decision, um, that Camille made and you make the decision to live. Um, and I know that that's like way off topic, but I had to... I had to just take that time to say that because that that really touched me. And this is not my first time hearing that, um, but I I don't know it, it it gets me every time, and I'm just thankful that um, that you made that decision. Uh, so yeah. spirituality versus religion. Um, uh, are there any things, uh, Jermaine, that you would say that we can learn? Um, from either practice, anything that, that one can learn from the other? Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, because they're kind of like interchangeable, I guess. Yeah. You know, like, like I was saying before, you know, spirituality is about connecting to the why and to the what and religions about the who. And I think the, a beautiful thing about Camille's story is that, you know, sometimes we don't have to have all the answers. Sometimes we just need that in the moment. Like, why should I choose life? Right? It's not about what God I'm serving in that moment. It's not about who I'm praying to in that moment. It's like, I need an answer right here, right now. And, you know, I, I work with a lot of people, a lot of people who are dealing with, I'm lost. I might be 72, I might be 35, I might be 12, and I'm just so lost. And, you know, although, like you said, I can't um, technically say what I believe in, but there's a lady at my church, she said, listen, if you open that door, I'm definitely walking through it. So if you want to talk about spirituality, I will walk through that door. And Although I can't say what I believe in, I'm going to give you scripture. Am I going to say that it says something in Isaiah chapter 42, verse three? No, I'm not going to say that. But what I am going to say is that, you know, if someone has a plan for you from the foundations of this world, there was a plan for your life. When God spoke light into existence, he spoke your name. So therefore, you were always a part of the plan. Your life was always a part of the plan. Now, how you live that out that's on you, you know? So I'm giving you life source, right? And, and the only source that I know that gives more life than any word, any, any like therapy one-on-one -on -one 
is the word of God. That is the life changing source that I can give you. If I can infuse that life giving source into you, if I can infuse God's word into you, if I can infuse God's love into you, absolutely. But again, a lot of people are searching for, I need to connect this inner light, this inner self. The soul is the anchor to the body, right? Like your mind can be going crazy and your body can't be at its best health. But if your soul's all right, you're anchored, which means you're not going to be easily tossed when life comes at you. And I feel like a lot of people are searching for something to anchor themselves into. And, you know, there's a song that says, hold on to God's unchanging hand, right? Because the only consistent in this world is God and his word, right? Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word, his word will stand. And so I'm always trying to like inform people about, you know, you can you can connect yourself to a tree that tree won't always stand right you can connect yourself to the stars those stars burst at some point right but it's like connect yourself to someone who's not going to change connect yourself to someone who is consistent a lot of people are looking for consistency a lot of people are looking for someone that's not going to switch up just because i made the wrong decision and i said listen man will fail you every single time we talked about church hurt before Church hurt is real because we are sick people. We are imperfect people loved by a perfect God. And, and I look at it like the church is a hospital, right? So if I have a broken leg, I don't necessarily know how to fix your broken arm because I'm trying to figure out my own pain and my own issues. And unfortunately, we don't have these conversations about how we bleed onto other people in the church. And so I think we can learn from the spiritual side of saying like, the entity and who I am, I matter, but I don't just matter because I exist. I exist because there's a greater purpose outside of myself. And the only way for me to know what that purpose is, the only way for me to operate in that purpose is if I connect myself to God, because at the end of the day, he created me with purpose and destiny placed inside of me. And that's where I find out how to live this thing called life. Mm. From now on, um, I'm just going to put a disclosure when, when Jermaine speaks, we're just going to say, we're going to Jermaine, Jermaine and Kay, um, when y'all speak, we just going to take what y'all, we just going to throw it on the shelf and we just going to pack it up. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, I'm not even going to just limit that to Jermaine and Kay. We just going to say all of these black women, y'all just, we just going to take all y'all boxes, all the squares that we just going to put it up on the shelf. And just drop it, just drop it right there, because you guys are are bringing something special. Um, Tim doing a little something, um, you know. Me, me, and me and Tim is doing a little something. You know, the brothers we chime, we, we doing a little something. But you ladies um, are really providing something special um, tonight. Uh, you know, as well as Tim too. Tim, Tim doing his thing too. But you ladies um, are really providing something special, and I appreciate uh, you ladies so much. One of the things that Jermaine spoke to that I want to ask Steph about um, more in depth is church hurt um, and not just church hurt, but what are, what are one or two things that, that you would, I would say, let's say suggest or advise someone um, who may have been fresh into church hurt, right? So I just got hurt. I'm, I haven't made a decision to go left or right. Um, I haven't made a decision to, you know, do this or do that, but, but I'm hurt and, and I, I want to run. Um, what, what are two things that you would suggest or advise someone 
um, that that has experienced church hurt. Um, okay, so I would first suggest that they separate the hurt that was done by a person from God. Right? We separate. We we split that right down the middle. A lot of people attribute church hurt to God hurting them or God forgetting forgetting about them or God forsaking them. Those are two different things. And a lot of people walk away from God because people. Now, Jamee just just dropped the bomb on it. Like there's a there's a big difference. You know what I mean? Because when we talk about church, church is made up of people. We're flawed. We're all hurt. There's no perfect person. And if we are putting people on a pedestal, then yes, th there is a possibility of getting hurt. But we have to separate. That's what I would say. Separate the church hurt from your relationship with God, which is a spiritual and religious practice all in one. I religiously pray to God every day. God is a spirit. Spirituality and religion are, are meeting right here, right? So it's like, okay, cool. There's a separation there. I would also, um, I would also say to them, just again, emphasizing that it's people, flawed people, you know, just because someone is a Christian or a Muslim, these are organized religion, right? They're not perfect people. They're flawed. If you find a perfect church, my old pastor used to say this, if you find a perfect church and you walk in it, it's automatically imperfect because it's the people who are imperfect. I think that, you know, when you have that relationship with God, you're anchored in him and you're not really trying to find it anywhere else because you only have it in him and he provides things that no other religion can provide no other no other entity no other space and and we can't provide we weren't created to do that but if we separate the hurt from people if we separate god from the hurt and from people then we can come back to god and we can say i have a relationship with god for myself and on my own not because my mom told me to go and be an usher right Kay? like not because someone told me to go and be an usher but because I know the creator of the universe and that creator wants to know me. He, he wants to know me. He wants to know me intimately. Not, not the God I find in myself or I'm saying I'm, I'm a God myself, but the God who created me, who formed my bones and knew me before I was born, he wants to know me. That's, that's me taking myself out of the building of church and away from the people of church because now I have a connection to the creator. I don't have to go through anyone. I don't have to go through a medium or I'm going directly to creator God. And that's where the religion and spirit, spirituality come together. And that, that's what I would suggest. That's what I would say. Um, and that's a, that's a call, you know, to if you're fresh out of church or in a church where you're being hurt, or if you've turned away from church, God wants to know you intimately. He wants to know you, your flaws, your, 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 your successes. He wants to know you intimately and there's space and there's room right there with religious practices and spirituality. I think those are two very good points. Um, as as Tim just said in our comments, I felt I felt that in my bones. <laughs> Listen, y'all got to stop playing so much. <laughs> you know, I de I definitely felt I definitely felt that. Um, there, there is there is something in the comments that I want to address. Um, and Tim. Um I won't I won't address this 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 comment directly, or I will at um, at some point, but I do want to ask Tim this question. Um one, what what is what is a pastor? 
So what 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 what's a pastor? What's the role? What's the job description? Um, like so 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 what is it? What is what is a pastor supposed to do? Um, and what does it mean to be a pastor? Oh man, I'm so glad, bro. Every time you say my name, my eyes get big because I be thinking a comment will pop up, a controversy will comment will pop up, and I think you'll be like, so Tim. <laughs> Oh man, no. Um, yeah. So a pastor is um, holds the role of teacher um, in a Christian community. Uh, so really, there are, most churches should have more than one pastor, right? Uh, so they they're called elders. Some churches call them ministers, uh, but their purpose is to teach and specifically teach the Bible, to make things plain. Um, pastors are called to care about people too. So so it's not just the teaching aspect but it's also being a shepherd. That word pastor, it sounds like the word pasture, doesn't it? Because it, it, it's a, it, it etymologically comes from a word that deals with being a shepherd. So originally this word pastor was not used with ministers. It was used uh, in Africa and in the Middle East and in, and in certain parts of Asia dealing with people who led sheep through fields and protected them from wolves. So, so you can imagine the, the, the connection there then is that a pastor's job is to protect the people that are in the flock, the congregation, uh, to teach them, to nourish them spiritually, and to protect them from wolves. The the sad part or the hard part or the consequence is that you have a lot of these churches led by wolves. So 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 what happens to the people is instead of them being protected, they're being uh, violated and destroyed. Uh, the Bible says because of a lack of knowledge. And so in a nutshell, that's uh that that's kind of what I do. Uh, on a weekly basis outside of my favorite job, my most challenging job uh, is being a husband to my wife. Uh, so, 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 so other than that, um, and, and my wife's straight from Brooklyn, straight out of BK. Oh, oh, you felt that. <laughs> oh, oh, she said, what? oh, look, 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 Tim, Tim, Kate, Kate, Kate and Dominique went to school together. Oh, stop it. For real? Yes, sir. It's a small Zazu. It's a small one. That's a small No, but um, no, nah, yeah, yeah. So me, me and my wife are happily uh, married. Uh, my wife was one of those people when I met in college. She was like, nah, I ain't feeling that whole God thing. And you know what? I, I know, and, and Stephanie knows, right? Because I was like, Steph is my big sister. So I was like, Steph, uh, what you think about? What you think about it? You know what I'm saying? Like, what you? And so she was like, Yeah, she's crazy. She, she, she'll, she'll work out for you. So. Um, but my wife is also like like our Jermaine Stephanie. She is a licensed uh, uh, therapist. Uh, so uh, black sisters, black queens are doing doing their things. Uh, uh, Kay, uh, Camille, Steph, Jermaine, you all are doing y'all thing. Whether it's and everything don't have to be through getting a diploma or through getting an education. That way, right? We're all trying to be enlightened. And I just want to say this because I never got a chance to define anything because uh, Trey was trying to kill me with questions, so I didn't get a chance to get none of the simple questions. But yeah, I do believe yeah. that religion, I do believe that religion, what and, and in general, right? So uh, uh the Christian religion, as 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 much as the Islamic religion, the Buddhist religion, pan-Africanism, Zoroastrianism, any religion, it's all about searching for truth. Um, I I, I think that's how more, more so than yes, about God when we talk about the Christian faith, it's a part of that, but it's all a search for truth. And I think where the disconnect comes, because there's going to be some tension, y'all, between spirituality and religion, whether we want that or not, that's life. And I think it's good to have a healthy debate. Hey, I was supposed to start law school in August, and I'm going to seminary. So 
So, you know, it's it's good to debate. We never know how, how like what life is going to do with us or how, what life will lead us. But I think healthy debate is good for discussion because we gain perspective and we hear stories and we hear uh, different outlooks on life. But it's all about a search for truth. Right. And uh, the only thing about the Christian faith, though, is what it's saying um, is there are not two ways to look at the number six. I know y'all be seeing those memes where they be like one person is on one side of six and the other person is on the other side of six. And, and, and it's, it's different ways to get the, you know, five plus five equals ten, eight plus two equals ten. Uh, 12 minus 2 equals 10. See, it's different ways to get to 10. The Christian faith is saying no, right? That, that That's not how this works over here, right? But if people have that kind of perspective and understanding about the, and I think that's the problem, Trey, um, is that I think a lot of us went to church and we just didn't understand what the heck was going on, right? Sure. Now, in the South where I'm from, church is everything, right? It, it, you know, and Big Mama make biscuits after church. But then I found out, well, communities that out in the West Coast, church is everything, right? And then you go to the big city, you go up north, you go to Boston, go to New York, they have more churches than us down here. So the black community is fueled by the church. I think the church is just, uh, in, a, in a large part on the surface, is not the same, though. Yeah. Um, So there's not like a lot of love. It, well, I'll take that back. Maybe y'all can help me with this. I'm going to throw <laughs> something out there. I'm going to throw something out there, and I'm, I want y'all to deal with this. I'll take that back because I love the church. But let me say this, and I love black, and I love, I love the black church, and I love black people. Um, I think the crabs in a barrel mentality has destroyed the community as a whole. So whether you are a part of the conscious community, like Kay, right? Whether you are doing wellness and teaching spirituality on a on a holistic level, like Camille, whether you're ministers like the like the rest of us who are crazy enough to say God called us to be preachers, right? The crabs in a barrel mentality follows us. Where you can have another life coach that. That you will write one book, right? Receive that community. You you will write a bestseller, right? And the, and then somebody else is going to write a book to try to refute your book, right? All right, but it's going to be a black person, and then and then Kay goes on her journey, and and, and she's doing this this way, and somebody else who's in the conscious community saying, "Nah, you're doing it wrong. Do it this way." So that crabs on a barrel mentality should not be limited to religion. I think something just wrong with black folk, y'all. It's just like everybody's sweet potato pie tastes good. Now, you know this person's sweet potato pie tastes good, but just because it ain't your grandmama's sweet potato pie, you're going to taste it and say, oh, no, something missing, something missing, right? Wait. And I'm going to say this and I'm going to close like a preacher, right? This is another thing black people do, and it tripped me out, but but we can see how this spreads out in the way we view things philosophically, ide ideologically, right? If th there's a guy named uh, Kev on stage, and he's black, but he don't like sweet potato pie. He like pumpkin pie, right? And so somebody was like, oh, that's because, you, you know, black people, what we do, you ain't had the right one. See, 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 my auntie who died 30 years ago, I'm going to raise her from the grave, right? And it'd be like, it don't matter who makes it. I don't like this. And, and I think that if black people, if we have some more of these healthy conversations like this, I think that if we think, if we say it's okay that you think this way, and then I think this way, we're going to agree to disagree. I think black people will get further ahead, right? If we recycle our dollar in our community, that's a whole different question. I'm very big on, on social issues. And the other thing is, if we know that there are some sisters on here who, who are, like you say, leading holistic lifestyles that can help folk. Let's get cards. Let's market people. Let's recycle our black dollar, right? Because when they come down to buying some nice shoes and purses, we don't care what these people believe. 
but we're empowering the white dollar. We are, right? So I don't know, man. I don't know. Dang, I was born in the wrong time. I should have been born in the 60s and 70s. Me and Dr. King would have been best friends. Because this is <laughs> the wrong time. I'm talking the wrong stuff, bro. Right. We needed you here at this time. We did. Tell you, can y'all not can y'all not tell? Like, Tim, you one of those people. I just seen a meme of a of a toddler. He had to be like three years old. He had a, a, a suit on and suspenders. It was a little case, three years old. He was like the leader of the youth ministry. Like, like you, you that young person that got an old soul. Like, yes. but we <laughs> but we needed that. Right. Like we, yeah. we need that. Um, like Because like you said, you and Dr. King would have been best friends. But who better to talk about it now than you? Right. Um, and I want to say that even to, to our viewers. Right. You have an idea. There is something that's going on in your mind. Like we were we contrary to popular belief. I know that we all need to better ourselves. And, and, and even with the idea of this podcast, a better me equals a better we. But I think sometimes we forget the other side of that, the better we part. Like, yes, you have to better yourself. If you don't better yourself, then what good are you are to anybody else? But at some point in life, if you think about just how we are, how we coexist with each other, human beings, right? We are created to serve each other. Like, I don't, I don't care what job you do. If you're a garbage man, you're picking up someone else's trash. If you're a customer service rep, you're helping someone else with their questions. Like if no, no matter, like I, I can think of any, any job that you have is to help someone else. Any business that you start is to help a consumer or as business minded people will look at it to solve an issue. Here's a problem. I'm going to solve this issue and this is going to make me a million dollars. Right. So I think a lot of times we don't realize that being a, a being a higher version of ourselves is being a value to other people. And sometimes we try to take the gifts that we have and hold them in. But if you have a gift, your gift is created for right now. If you have a creative um, idea, you have an, uh, something that's just like, you know what, I want to do this. I need to do this. I said I was going to do it. Do it. What the world has been waiting for what the world has been waiting for is your idea. <laughs> I, I see. A, I, oh, I go, go, go ahead, Camille. Yeah, I wanted to speak to something Tim said a minute ago when he talked about like the crab in the in the bucket phenomenon. Um, so I have a lot of, uh, you know, religious. Most of my friends are religious and most of my family is religious. And I've been puzzled for a very long time um, how I would see. I have an aunt who would go to church every Sunday and, but she was a very unkind person. And I, and I really took, I, I really, it was very challenging for me. So I had been observing over the years and I was trying to figure out how do you go to church every Sunday and read the Bible so often, and then you can be unkind and not feel convicted for that. And so what I, what I realized was that I think that there are some people where they stumbled into just knowledge collection. It's just a lot of knowledge, but in order for it to transition into wisdom, you have to, the thing in the middle was practice. So you have to take that knowledge and you have to start practicing it. And then you can, this wisdom, this beautiful wisdom uh, is what it breeds. And so that's what I find 
that is missing in the in, in the people that I know that go to church a lot. And I wanted to, if I could, I wanted to, that one question you had, um, are there things we can learn from either practice? Um, yeah. So I don't necessarily see religion or spirituality as a practice per se. However, there are practices that one can do to strengthen spirituality and religion. So for example, meditation, prayer, yoga, mindful exercises. I think these things deepen spirituality. And, um, and I think for religion, I think um, prayer, of course, and also just understand, truly understanding the teachings um, um, as well as the other practices I mentioned. Um, but I think that um, the spiritual side of us speaks to us in real time. It doesn't speak to us in the past or the future. So that means that the message that it has for us is right now. And that's where those mindful exercises come from is because the practice is attempting to bring us to the here and now so that we can actually hear it. And um, so that's what I think my religious friends and family are missing. They're missing the practice and, and the really, and religion is a serious business. I mean, you have to just really understand it. You can't just go for a feel good peel for the day. I mean, you really have to embody this. You know, it's a real thing if you want it to show up in your life every day, because you should walk it. I mean, I should be able to walk in your footsteps for a week, non-verbally, and I should be able to feel your value system. It should be palpable. Mm. I, I, I like that. I like that. Um, I, I will, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Come on, y'all. I just wanted to add that that was because that makes so much sense, Camille, because if you for me, like, I guess the, the hardest thing for me, I, I will never forget the day that I got baptized. I got baptized. Right. Then I was like, like, like a next week, I was, I remember vividly being in the store with one of my friends and they were about to steal. And like in the back of my head, like there was like a something pit in my stomach, like, oh my God, God can see me right now. Jesus can see me. What are you doing? And it was like, oh my God. Like, and like to this day, like, or like my grandmother would find out like, and like, it was just like, I will never forget that anxiety, like of that, you know, that constant like reminder. And that, this is what I will say. If you, I don't, I wouldn't go that far as like putting it and like put me in a box, but I will say like, if you're going to choose religion or spirituality, it should, you should to ease the mind of like, so that you're not like always on yourself. Like, oh my God, I didn't do this today. Like most of look at it as, as a lifestyle. Like when you look at it as a lifestyle, it's not so much pressure, but the thing is what for me, like some, some I forget which one of you touched based on that. You guys said that like, you know, some people, I think it was Jermaine. She said, like, people, like, in spiritual, like, they look at it like, you know, it's more freeing. And it's, and the thing is, like, you shouldn't. Like, you should hold yourself accountable, like, the same way. Because just like um, uh, Steph said, you got an altar. Whether you're Yoruba, you're, you're, you're like, wherever you come from, you guys, we all still have that same, you know, belief system. So if you look at it more so like a, a, like a lifestyle, I think that, like, a, like a accountable lifestyle, though, like, you shouldn't be so free to get so indulged in, like, bad things that you're, you're, coming, you're coming from. Like you understand, so like, and that thing with me, like, another thing that I I feel like with religion, like, we forget to you know pay homage to like our ancestors, and like that's another thing, like for our work, I, I got into spirituality because it was like, yo, you know, I want to make sure, like, you know, these people, I, I'm great because of my grandparents. You know, my grandparents had businesses. Like, if I I would have never known that, I would have never known that I wanted to start a business. You understand? Because I'm thinking I don't come from that. I'm thinking, oh, my family's never been to college, and then you find out my great my grandma grandmother, she went to school with uh. 
Adam, no, no, I'm, I'm, I forget his wife's name. They was in, I know that she was in one of the characters played in the Bessie movie. With, uh, which one did the hair products? That was Bessie. Was that Bessie? That wasn't Bessie. That was with Pam T. I'm so Madam C.J. Walker. That, Madam C.J. Walker. Yeah. I should be ashamed of myself that, yes, Madam <laughs> C.J. Walker. But one of the, my grandparents went, my grandmother went to school with um uh, one of the, I forget her name. And I had found that out from my, my aunt that just passed like two years ago. And like, she has a book and like, I got to see it. And it's kind of like, you know, you want to, you don't, you, you want to like hold yourself accountable, like, you know, being like a higher purpose and stuff like that. I feel like it it, it, it helps if you look at it like a, a lifestyle, like an accountable being, mm -hmm. like we got a whole bunch of adults in these churches and like Camilla, Camilla said, like, People are wicked. That's why I, it turned me away from the church. Like you have people I didn't in say that you did. <laughs> like they're just so wicked. And you're like, well, what does your purpose of going to church? Like, how do you how are you accepted in church? And it's like, oh, well, you can't wait at the church because God not gonna accept you. And it's like, why would you tell people that? Like, what if this is all this person has? Like, you know, it just it's just a whole bunch of wickedness. And I, I really feel like that it it, it, it has to stop. But like, Look, let's, let's yeah. hold ourselves accountable. This is a this is a lifestyle that you want to hold yourself accountable for, and you want to get to that higher that higher purpose. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I definitely, I definitely, I don't want to keep the viewers too too long. We're not going to end right now at this second. But I look like Tim has something to say. Um, I, did, I did too. Oh, oh okay. no, no, I don't got to say nothing. I'll let them say because um, I just looked at the um the time. I don't I, I don't want to talk too long. I, I the only thing I was going to share was. That just goes to show, um, even from those experiences, that the Christian faith is not divided properly. And, and by that, I mean, you all seeing these people with these ridiculous, uh, well, let's just say it like this. These people were not the greatest people, right? But I think that's what separates the Christian faith from all the other faiths, that God is saying none of us at our core really are great people. I'll give you an example. Today, my uh, God baby, his parents are out of town and we're watching him. And uh, and so I know I know he's going to miss them after a couple of days. So he missed them today, woke him up a little early at his nap. And um, and I told him a lie because what happened was he was crying. So and he didn't want nobody to pick him up. So I said to him, I said, you want to go see mom and daddy? And he let me pick him up then. But I had to do that because he would have screamed. Right? And so that that would be a lie. You know what I'm saying? Or it would be some of us. The, now, I know some of y'all also did it now. Y'all didn't got along now. But some of us in the past, and me in a far past, we didn't claim somebody kid on our taxes who ain't got our last name. And we said, we're going to split this down. All right. I'm the only one from the black community. Anyway, I'm just saying we we've all been in some situations where we have done things that to somebody else would be like it's okay, but it's really not okay. And so the Christian faith is saying, "Yo, you can never do enough to get in right standing with God, except believe on the work of Jesus Christ, and thus in believing on that, the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit." will draw you closer to being more like Jesus. And I wanted to bring that term up. In theology, it's called spiritual formation. This is a Christian concept that believers are being transformed into the image of Jesus every single day. And in a moment where you may be thinking I'm being a hypocrite, it might be a moment where I'm actually being developed. 
and, and I deserve that space. Now, uh, now, opposite of that, there are uh, people in the church who are judgmental and then being judgmental now and trying to be the standard of righteousness and perfection, that would be a no-no, right? No, you're not exemplifying Christ. But if these people can be humble, if we can all learn from each other as being developed, right? I think black people, and if y'all notice this about me as a pastor, I have a growing black church. I reach black men. I'm in the inner city in Miami. I'm in one of the murder capitals in our country. So I'm in the heat of it. I'm in the thick of it, right? I'm not outside of it. Our church is feeding the homeless. Our church is giving away scholarships. Our church is helping families every week. This is something we're doing, right? We're not doing, and I don't do it by saying that church down the street ain't doing what we're doing. I don't know what they didn't did to help somebody. Everybody ain't got to put on the front. I, this is why I'm talking about the crabs in the barrel mentality. Black churches ain't doing this. Black churches taking money. Black churches ain't talking. To, everybody ain't got to parade news about what they're doing to help people. As a matter of fact, I think that we ought to protect people's dignity while they're in a crisis when we help them and do it in secret, right? Because mm. you never know when you're going to need somebody yourself. Now, I know that sounds like I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on a tangent, but I said all that to say this. This is the problem. This is the problem I foresee with the black church, with church. I see the problem is instead of us saying we don't know the answer to it, we try to find all the answers to it. Yeah. And then when we're called to the carpet on it, we try to be judgmental, right? And be offensive as a byproduct of not being able to say we were wrong and we just didn't know. So now you got people like, some of our family members, even myself, I know I've been hypocritical before. God knows, you know what I'm saying. But now that I understand God's grace and the fact that I'm really not—I mean, I'm a, I'm okay, but I could always be better. And I think we all can say that about ourselves. Right. Ask my wife. You know, she tell me all the time, Pastor. You know, wives have a way. Oh, they go to Pastor. That that means I'm not acting like you know. That's what I'm trying to say to say I'm not acting like. Oh, oh, they go to Pastor. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done for the rest of the night, bro. I just listen, to listen. I I love I love the fact you, you. I don't know if any of you guys listen to rap music, um, but I know for me that's 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 one of my pleasures. <laughs> and and if you really listen to rap music and you hear like something very lyrical, something very clever, and you make that face like something smell like that's how that's. Tim be talking and he be saying something like when he said that thing, like you might have caught me in a moment, not where I was being hypocritical when I was developing. I, I felt like I was at a battle rap, like, and it was like, ooh, <laughs> like that was it right there, like that was it, like, um, because I think a lot of the times we see that, right? And because of, and, and I'm I'm gonna I'm try to avoid going on a rant myself, but because of, because I feel very strongly about things not being done correctly generations prior, right? I feel like a lot of what people feel about organized religion, church, um, and things of that sort was because of a generation that was before ours that didn't do things biblically. They did things culturally. They made up their own culture and said, this is church. And they weren't doing things biblically. And now to get to a point where I read and study the Bible for myself, and to be surrounded by people that read and study the Bible for themselves and, and, and learn from them, people like Tim and my pastor. And, and even my pastor, for example, my pastor is a mindfulness coach and a yoga instructor. Like what, like 
when, when people hear that, they're like, wait, but is he like a Christian or is he like, a, like, yeah, I got mixed religions or no, he do yoga. He's a mindfulness coach, but he believes that Jesus died and rose from the dead for our sins. Like, what's what, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, people just can't wrap their minds around somebody practicing yoga because they feel like you got to be a Buddhist to practice yoga or practicing mindfulness or breathing techniques and stuff like, 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 oh, you, you got to be a Muslim or something else. And that's not because the culture, the church culture says that you don't do that. The church culture says that you don't dress a certain way. Um, and even when people talk about coming as you are, like, oh, well, I can't come as I am. Like it says that in the Bible whole time that was not talking about clothing we were not that like that that verse had nothing to do with clothing it nothing to do with clothing because if that was the case we would all be in church with robes on because uh, that was the that was the attire of that day um talking about come as you are Jermaine I I, I want you to speak to, to to coming as you are and Steph I know that you had some thoughts um and I want you to address those too but Jermaine come as you are let's talk about that Let's talk about it because I think people and like man steps in and took what God's word was supposed to say and like distorted it and tweaked it so that it is pleasing to them, right? Like coming as you are isn't just how you're dressed. A lot of people think I have to clean myself up externally and internally before I can walk through those doors. God said, you can't do this without me. Because how can you heal those broken areas without me? How can you address those, those like Steph was saying, those God-like voids that only he can fill? You're not going to find it in an alcohol bottle. You're not going to find it in between the legs of someone else. You're not going to find it in whatever you're inhaling, right? So it's like coming as you are says, I need you to come to the the, the, the church itself and let my spirit move freely and be open and receptive to the move of the spirit. And that's when transformation happens. A lot of people say, Oh, I have to wear and look a certain way. I said, listen, you, the devil knows how to put on some clothes. The devil knows how to shout. The devil knows how to say a good sermon because the devil knows the word. Right. And so it's like, don't get it twisted. Just because you look the part and you sound the part, that doesn't mean anything. If the spirit is not, like we like to say, rest ruling and abiding in you, transformation hasn't happened. It's not, and that's where religion gets really messed up. It's not in how much you pray. Because the Bible says, not by works, lest any man should boast. So it's not in what we're doing. It's who we are. If we are not submitting our flesh to God's spirit, we're not doing a thing, right? We sound, it said that like praise when it leaves our lips is like sounding like tingling stuff, like symbols, because he said, your heart is far from me. So if our heart is not connected to God, if we are not connected to God, if our spirit is not connected to God, it's like you can have on clothes up to here, no makeup, no earrings, no, any because if that's the case, I wouldn't be a minister. Y'all see me? I got pierced ears. I got blue hair. I got jewelry for days. I do big, bold colors. They wouldn't let me preach. <laughs> but God is like, listen, I didn't call her because she looked apart. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. 
So therefore, you can't do this by yourself. You have to allow God to do the work. God said, I work from the inside out. It's not until the transformation happens inside that externally you start to get yourself together. Because I promise you, I looked a whole mess. A whole mess. <laughs> because look a mess. it was like, right, me too. Even real sometimes it's just not looking right but um <laughs> it's because like we we try to say like if i look the part i'll be accepted it's like i don't care what man says if 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 man is accepting me but god is like depart from me i don't know you i don't want to hear that i do not want god when i get to heaven to say jermaine you did all of these things in my name but your heart was far from me. I don't know you. And he knows everyone. So when he says that, it's saying you were so focused on the external and you were so focused on what you have to do and, and, and how many times you prayed and how many times you fed the homeless and how many times you were doing these things. You had it posted on Instagram. So you now you're boasting. But anyways, <laughs> God's like, don't, it's not in the works. It's not, that's not what it's about. Like one story in the Bible that really stood out to me is when Jesus was having dinner at Martha and Mary's house. They were, they were sisters, right? And Martha approached Jesus like, why do you favor Mary so much? Like she's not doing a thing. Here I am giving clothes to those who don't have it. I'm feeding people. I'm letting people stay in my house. And Jesus said, you're missing it. It's not in the actions. It's not in what you do. It's in your connection with me. If you're not learning from me, Mary got it right. She literally sits at my feet and gleans from me. Everything that I'm teaching, everything that I'm saying, she's absorbing it. And so it's like, you can't, you can't be focused on actions because actions doesn't get you into heaven. Contrary to what a lot of religions say, actions aren't going to get you to heaven. It's, Am I connected to God? Am I doing what God has called me to do? Am I about my father's business? Like Jesus said, that's what he means. Coming as you are, let God do the work. You and God have to clean it up, right? Because <laughs> we're going to purposely miss some things because our flesh is a thing. But if God's not doing the work, if God's not moving, if God's not doing the transformation, nothing's happening. So look, look, you know, with your skirt down to your ankles and stuff up to here. That's not, that doesn't mean a thing. I'm telling you. And, and you know, you know that the, the everything that you said was rich. Like it was, it was all, I'm telling you, that that was a bunch of seeds dropped on good soil on this side. I'm telling you. But um the 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 fact that you said that we're gonna purposely miss some stuff, right? Come on, somebody, right? Like no matter what you believe, right? And and I like how Kay was saying that. Um, that that even if you, if you believe in spirituality, like this is something that you have to practice to to be a better version of you have to live this. Has to become a lifestyle, right? But we all can be honest and say, like, regardless of what you believe, there are some days that we want to take a break from what we believe. Like, you know what? Yeah. Even if it's a diet, right? Cheater number one on the diets, right? I, if nobody else want to be honest, that's me. I'm cheating on these diets. Like I go on a diet one day, the second day in. All right. Yes, I got a salad. Can I can I get a salad curly fries? Like <laughs> that's me. I'm cheater number one on the diets, right? There are days that we don't want to, you know, subscribe to what we believe. But great is he who is in me, right? Steph, 
Um, I want to get to 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 your thoughts um real quick. We done held these people hostage for almost two hours. I feel so bad. My production team gonna yell at me in our next meeting because but uh <laughs> Steph, come on with it. Um, I mean, I'm like, what do I even say? You know, um just so much knowledge has been dropped. Um, I did wanna kind of piggyback on something that Camille was saying, you know, when she was talking about um the family member who was always in church, but was so rude and so evil, you know, I mean, we have a lot of like deeply religious people like parked in these spiritual places and they're taking up um, the spaces from what we're really supposed to be doing. Right. So my, um, my Bishop, a couple summers ago, he said that we could dress down in like whatever jeans, t-shirts, sneakers. Right. And um, we did it and I extended it. Like some people went back, I'm never walking into a church again dressed up because what I realized is there was a lot of nicely dressed people on the outside, but their hearts were wicked and their hearts were evil. And okay, and now, now right, hello, and now we become untethered, right? Like us, like now we're not tethered together. So that's when um, religiousness and spirituality become untethered when we don't practice it. I love that. It's all about the practice of it. And are we connected to the spirit? Is our spirit connected to what it's supposed to be? Is it plugged into the source? That's what helps us transition. I have a reckless mouth. I know that the Holy Spirit keeps my mouth on quiet because I am reckless. It, I'm like people, you'd want me to be in my Bible praying. Don't, don't ring off my phone. Don't call me up when I'm doing that. Let me stay in that meditative space. We're not talking about some heebie-jeebie, hoodoo, hoodoo. No, like meditation. It said so much in the Bible. Oh, Meditate yes. On I, was my word. I was afraid to bring that up too. Meditate on my word day and night. You, we're supposed to be meditating. It's what you're meditating on. You know what I mean? We're supposed to be practic practicing mindfulness and bringing ourselves back to the present moment. That's what we're supposed to be. That's not separate from religion or spirituality. It's all mixed up together. So, I mean, I'm just apologizing on behalf of all the people. <laughs> who just were rude and just disrespectful because that's really not what church is about. You know, it's a few people or it's actually a lot of people who are like that. A lot of people who are like that, who have decided that they're going to choose their own selves over actually being there for God or actually being in church to do the work of God. Right. So I would rather wear a nice hat. Someone said it's the hat ladies, right? I would rather wear a nice hat and some heels and dress nice, but I'm going to shun you. I'm going to roll my eyes at you. There's no God in that. There's no spirit. There's there's no religion. There's nothing in that. That is pure flesh. And now we have all these, you know, people who practice religion. And like I said, they're taking up space in these spiritual atmospheres where the spirit is supposed to be running free and jumping and healing. And now these people are turning other people away, you know. But I and and again, I would say like, forget about the people. Forget about the people. I know that's hard, but forget about the people. Because when we're talking about spirituality or religion, it is our connection. It's right here. It's our connection. It has nothing to do with this first if this isn't set up right. So if we're running out of church or, or religious places because of people, we have to move people out of the way. Because our connection is with God. Our connection is with the creator and, and creator alone. So I'm like, I listen, I've been in church since I was a baby born into the church. I've had enough people roll their eyes at me, be rude, talk all type of trash, but I'm like, my connection is with God and the roots are very deep. And my religious practices 
don't shun me away from spirituality. I'm a deeply spiritual person. Like I listen to meditative soaking music all day. Don't bother me. Like, let me, you know what I mean? Let me sit here with the singing bowls. Like, let me, that's me. That's my space. But I love Jesus and I love God. And I, I am connected to the creator of the universe. The one who made the heavens and the earth calls me friend. There's no way that I'm going to let someone run me out of that relationship. So it's that difference between religion and relationship. I have a relationship. I do things repetitively, but I'm not so religious that I can I can overlook someone in need because they smell like weed or they, they smell like alcohol. They dress a certain way. We're missing it. We're missing the point completely. So uh, Camille, I was just jumping on, jumping on that. That's so true um, with that mindfulness and that meditation. It's all wrapped in one. And we're, we're so busy trying to divide it because we, we're elitists, right? We're trying to make sure that we're above someone else that crabs in a barrel, right? No, if you're going out, no, no, no. We're, if we come together, like there's a lot of healing that needs to happen. And, and when that healing happens, then a lot of this discord will kind of go away. Yeah. You know, I, I wanted to say I was I was glad that I got to experience that through them because it was my experiencing of them that that um, struck, struck my curiosity into why that was happening. So then once I learned why it was happening, then I was able to display it to them. And what I found is that they actually started to get, I've watched people actually transform right in front of my eyes because they really didn't know. They didn't realize what was missing between all that knowledge they were taking in and why they weren't, it wasn't really part of their everyday life. And so people who seem bad, I don't really think they're bad. I really just think they don't know. And so I'm, I always feel like I'm here to show you how it's yeah. supposed to be. Right. And that's and kind I of like in my life. You know, I, anyone who seemed to be, you know, disconnected, I just say, okay, maybe I'm supposed to be a representation of what it means to be connected. And yeah. so I just, I can show you better than I can tell you. So I just show up and that's just I, how, that's how I do it. <laughs> I like that. Show up or show out, period, fools. <laughs> <laughs> like that that's that's exactly how it should be right like i can't and, and this 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 goes for myself too right um my pastor he had what what really drew me to my pastor right this is before all the churchy stuff because if anybody knew me before <laughs> i was not i was not churchy right like not even close i'm still not churchy but i was like minister ha, yeah y'all being funny right now right like that that just wasn't me Kay can 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 tell y'all, um, you know that that just <laughs> that wasn't on my plate, right? Um, and I remember one of the things that drew me to my pastor um, because I thought the same thing like most people, like you know, uh, hypocrites, judgmental, that whole thing, right? Um, and, and I remember um, going to church and, and meeting my pastor, and we're actually relatives, but we didn't know at the time, and. and and there and he was preaching a sermon i think this is before people gave sermons titles and stuff and he's preaching a sermon and at the very end of the sermon right the the gist of his message was be connected to god directly don't rely on man and at the very end of his sermon he said listen be real with y'all don't follow me home after service looking for salvation because you're going to be disappointed and when he said that i i laughed like i never laughed before but I respected it so much because what he did was he he separated himself where people usually hold their praise and salvation in the congregation. For some reason, we worship the pastor. 
in all actuality is supposed to be the creator, right? Um, so for him to do that and say, like, listen, don't follow me home. You're going to be disappointed, right? It showed me that, all right, he's human, right? But like Tim said earlier, we're supposed to be, if, if this is what we believe, we're supposed to be now working to be an example, right? An example of the model that God has left for us in, in the Christian faith, that's Jesus. Um, we're supposed to be working being that example. So if I can be that, even if you're not that, if I can be that, that's my job to try to be that. So um, for me, that was one for me to work that. And then um, something else you said that I wanted to address, um, that model and then, um, all right, I'm having a brain freeze right now, so I don't quite remember, but I'll address it. I do just want to point out the fact that you guys have, have provided such a great conversation. We almost had two hours, um, and I don't want to hold y'all up too much longer. So um, there was a comment that was made. Somebody said we need to do an episode on mental health. What, what do you guys think about that? Like, how y'all feel? Because at this point, right? At this point, I'm ready to I'm ready to run it back. Like, back to back. Like, how how Drake said it? Because I told y'all, listen to rap, rap music. Back to back for the people that didn't get the message. Like, we could do... Y'all ready to... Y'all want to run it back next Tuesday about mental health? Like, how, how y'all schedules look? Say less. <laughs> yeah. Hey! That's what I'm talking about. Well, hold man. on, Trey. You you might not want me on that. Get Dominique on there and let it all be all ladies, cause I'm 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 too light bulb short, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't need to talk about nobody mental health. That's very true. Okay. That's very Listen, true. I'm like, Steph, if you want to talk about the Constitution or social justice efforts or walking this like a way we can economically empower our community, I got yeah, you. Get Dominique. But yeah, get Dominique. Yeah. The law, maybe. <laughs> Look. But, <laughs> His you, better half. You, the, look, look, you can sub, you can sub out, Doc. You can sub out. That's that's fine. But she and she's qualified. Go ahead, so. boy. All right, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm cool. So so listen, next week's episode. So to be completely honest with you guys, I saw so many comments about do mental health, do mental health, do mental health. Next week's episode was actually supposed to be on homelessness. Like I had it already set up, and I was. It, but no, I want to give the people what they want. I want to have conversations about what we want to have conversations about. This is like this is the people's podcast. Like we're gonna talk about whatever y'all want to talk about. And this is this is a democracy, not a dictatorship, right? So we want to talk about mental health. We're gonna talk about mental health next week. We're gonna run it back. Dominique is going um, is going to sub in for, for for Pastor Jones over here, and we're gonna run it back, right? We're gonna run it right back, um, and. Before we get out of here, I'm going to go around the room real quick. Steph, do you have anything for our viewers before we head out? Listen, there is such a great connection between spirituality and religion. And I would hate for anyone to miss out based on what someone did, right? So we forgive people, not for them, but for us, because we don't want blessings to be, um, you know, moved away from us. So we don't want to be in a place of hatred or or, you know, just feel in a certain way. So I would say anyone who's been hurt by someone in church, forgive them for you, right? And step into spirituality, um, the mix of spirituality and religion so that you can experience the abundant life that we have been promised. There is abundant life for all of us and we don't want to miss it. So go ahead, take that step. <laughs> <laughs> Period. 
I like that. So, Camille, do you have anything for our viewers before we head out? Um, I would say learn how to think and not what to think. I like that. I like that. But that that was that was my I think I might put that on my screensaver or something. Like, <laughs> that was that was it. How to think, not what to think. That was strong. Uh Jermay, do you have anything for our viewers before we have I was trying to get all deep and philosophical after those two, but all <laughs> I can say is that you know one of the I said one because this isn't the greatest, but one of the greatest things that Jesus's death did was that it tore the veil, which means there's no more blocking between us and God, which means we have free access, unlimited access to God. So anytime you need to ask for forgiveness, ask for guidance, ask the creator and believe what you're asking and you'll get the answer. Mm. Okay. So it just get deeper and deeper each time. Okay, this this is how we're gonna do this. I'm ready for this. I feel like after K go, I'm gonna cry, but we're gonna see. Uh, K, you got anything for our viewers before we head out of here? I I actually have uh, two things. Um, I I ramble, so I'm so so I'm so sorry. I think I took up most of the time, guys. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm trying to get. Go ahead, get your ramble going. Okay. So one, I wanted to. This is something that I took for wisdom. Uh, do not learn how to react. Learn how to respond. Um, that was one. And then for um for everybody for another thing, like because you guys are saying, like, you know, we I don't have anything against church, but I I have brought church into my home. So my home is my sanctuary. We're like I stage here, like my crystals are here, like, you know, so I'm bringing that in, like, because another thing, I'm socially awkward. So, you know, if you guys are having like trouble getting out there to like just join churches, you know, just bring God to your home. And you know, I, I pray before I go to bed, I pray I have a self-care. So make sure that I'm doing them self-care because like next week we're gonna be getting into that mental health, and those are very Monday is my sanctuary to me. So get a self-care day. It's very important. Yes. That's it. Ooh, self-care day. That <laughs> no, I'm just listen. And if you don't have a church, bring church into your home. Just that simple. Like um, like Jermaine said, the veil has been broken, you know, straight to the creator. Great church in your house. What are you waiting for? All right. Brother Tim Jones. Yeah, Any first of all, I apologize, y'all, for the long exit. He was yelling and getting stuff. And so, and so it's not, he's way he's way past his bedtime. But um no, I, I just I just want to say that uh I don't have anything deep to say. I was so glad to be a part of this conversation. I was trying to think of something in I'm still trying to think about what uh, Camille said. He, he confused. See, we, that thing still trying to rattle in my. Don't watch, but listen. I don't know. I, I, my, my mind was going to all kind of wrap up or stay cold. I, it was just a lot of stuff. But anyway, no, nah, I, I, I really just thank God for this opportunity to talk to you all. And I'm so glad we did this in love. I'm, I'm so glad in the way it was done. Um, I believe everybody's thinking right now. And so God be praised. I really want to meet uh, Cornette. I, ho I hope I'm saying that name right. Um, and I really would like to have further dis uh, conversations on a personal level with Cornette, who was commenting. And Kay, um, I want to hear more of their stories about uh, the church and things like that. So 
now that I know that we're all connected in some kind of way, we're, we're going to get that um, together. So we won't do it in front of people. Uh, but God bless you all. Nice meeting you, Camille. Nice meeting you, Jermaine, again. You yeah. know, you knowing it. You know how we get down. Yeah. And Steph, you okay? <laughs> all right. And for me, um, I just want to say I'm so excited. I'm so thankful for everyone that has stayed with us this long. Um, for you guys, the panel who have made yourself available. And I told you guys an hour and just flung another hour right into your schedule. And you guys stayed available. You could have been doing anything else, um, but you guys were able and made yourself available to be a part of this conversation. <laughs> we're here. Um, so I appreciate that um, so much, you guys making yourself available. And I apologize for the extra hour I threw on top of you guys. Um, also, for our viewers, thank you for being here. You could have been anywhere else. Um, I always, always, always say you could have been watching Ratchet TV. Like that's the <laughs> thing. Like it could have been doing that. You could have been doing something else, right? You could have, you know, um, you know, could have been saying do it like it should be day, you know. But you chose to be here, right? I'm sorry, I heard that somewhere online. Don't don't judge me. <laughs> Right. I know it's popular. I don't I don't know. I'm just, I, I thought that, you know, I'm still trying to learn how to walk. Right. Don't judge me. Um, but you you guys chose to be here and I appreciate you guys for that. Um, and next week's episode, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Right. The same the, the, these same people here and Mrs. Tim Jones right here. Right. Mrs. Tim Jones, as a part of these lovely ladies right here. Um, at, at this point, I don't even know if I'm, I usually, I trouble them with an outline. I think we just gonna have a free conversation, right? Like we might just, just talk freely, right? Like, um, and I want to hear from you guys. So if you know someone that, that wants to talk about mental health, you know, someone, these, all of these ladies are qualified, all of them. Yeah. You've heard their backstory. You've heard that they're all qualified. Let's talk about it, right? Let's talk about mental health. It's important in all of our communities, especially the black community. So let's talk about it. Um, so I had a great time with you guys. Can't wait to see you guys next week so we can talk about mental health. Thank you. This wraps up spirituality versus religion. And last but not least, do not forget that a better me equals a better we. I will see you guys next week, Tuesday at 8 p.m. Bye. 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 Bye, guys. See you next week. See you, fam. Bye.